Hi, my name is Joe Shufo, and I'm your host of Genesis Tech Talks in 20, a podcast designed to better your customer experience in 20 minutes with Genesis experts. So today I was joined by Michael Logan, and we walked through why workforce engagement is even important and why it's important to understand that letting go allows you to do more and focus on what matters. That's serving your customers and giving your agents the tools they need to feel comfortable and to do better. Michael and I talked about some fun analogies like uh, autonomous vehicles and that feeling of not being the one driving and what that feels like from a fear, but what that gives you from a bandwidth standpoint. And lastly, we ended with where can you go next, the tools available to you and what you need to do today to get started. I hope you love this podcast. It was so great to talk with Michael and thanks so much for listening. Let's go ahead and kick it off. Could you tell us about your background, what you've done, and how you feel that's empowered you to be in the position you're in today? My first job out of college, I was a producer. So television shows and corporate events. Specific to the corporate events, I would have to step into different companies and be there for a week to help them position a message or present a message to their employees or externally. So I felt like I worked for all these different companies for just a week at a time. And I feel like that's what we do with our customers. Yeah. We get an opportunity to go in and speak with them, but we don't understand the vertical the way they do. We don't understand their business the way they do, but we get to go in there and consult with them and be there for a week. And I, I think I had a lot of experience doing that. And I think that's how I've carried that into this job when we're meeting with new customers or existing customers. We don't know the business the way they do, yeah. but we get to come in and enhance it and hope to understand through a conversation what their pain points are and, and get to those. So I love that we're starting with that notion of pain points. We're there to enhance, but it's got to be tailored to them. And as we look at the topic of today, workforce engagement, so often I imagine companies look at this and they go, that's an off the rack suit. It doesn't fit. Uh, when you think about the technologies that we have and the way that we're helping people, is that something that we're unique with? Is that something that pops up a lot in your conversations with customers around how do we engage employees? How do we keep them in the loop and make them feel enabled? I don't think it's thought about in the process, but I think they see it. I think they want those features, but in the past, they've needed separate vendors to achieve it, right? They, you, everyone's been to a trade show. You go there and you and you kind of point off the ones they want to talk to. I need to talk to them. I need to talk to them. I need to get, to get to know more about this because it's things we want. And they put it on a list, but then when it comes to budget, they can't get to all of them. It's almost important. You mentioned all of it. What is all of it? What is workforce what is engagement? Yeah, yeah, what is all of it? So what what WEM, WFO, WFM, you know, there's so many <laughs> different ways AM, to AMFM, uh, I think. AMFM, yeah. There's many different ways to put it, but really WEM should be the one that takes over to, and starts to get everyone's attention when they're thinking about how we engage their employees, whether it's the quality assurance to make sure they're doing their job right, they're well trained, and we want to make sure that they stay trained and engaged and and they don't want to feel left out, right? And then with the feeling left out also includes making sure they have a schedule that works for them and making sure their schedule, making sure the forecast is done. So all those features, including gamification, making sure they're they're staying engaged and they're they're almost competitive with their job. And there's ways we can get to that. So that's the th those are some of the important pieces. And we want to bring all that together in one solution so that Again, you're not at the grocery store with this long shopping list thinking, I've got this much money, but I need to get all these different pieces yeah. to, to make that meal. Okay. So diving that a little bit deeper, I'm sure there are people listening to us today 
that are running most of their scheduling, if we look at that maybe just as the beginning here, off of Excel, or it's something of an archaic system that they've owned, they know it intimately, but it's probably not something they're extremely proud about either. Is that something you see quite often too? So I think is what we find a lot is even those that are on a either a competitor's version of forecasting and scheduling or they're doing it from Excel, they're still using Excel. They're still putting their thumbprint on it. And I think what we're looking at is we're looking at this evolution of the product, right? The same way you wouldn't jump in a, let's use self-driving cars as an yeah. example. Right now, if I told you when you leave here today, you're going to get in a self-driving car. It's going to take you 70 miles an hour down the interstate through heavy traffic to get you to the airport or to get you home. Most people are going to say, no, thanks. Uh, <laughs> not interested. Right. And that's, that's the fear of that evolution of that technology. Right. When we look at forecasting, it's the same thing. Is there, there's this fear of, I don't want to hand off what I've done myself for so long yeah. to the cloud or to another vendor to do it for me because I know it. I Same way I know how to drive that car. I want to be able to push the buttons. I want to be able to make it stop when I want it to and, and make diversions if I need to. The good news is with our product, we still offer that option. You yeah. can still get in there and you can still push buttons and make turns and do all the diversions you, you need to. But I think what we're giving you is an opportunity to let our solution do a lot of things for you so you can okay. step away from it. As we look at the confidence, right, of stepping away, empowering people, what is the opposite? What happens if someone wanted to embrace those tools that they know and love, to your point, the, the self-driving car? What if I don't want to embrace that? What's the downside there? Downside is you get locked into a technology. You get locked yeah. into you get locked into the past. When I used to go rent videos at a store and I'd have to rewind it before I took them back. There's not too many stores out there that sell that technology anymore. So there's still there were for a long time there was you could go rent DVDs, but those have gone away. <laughs> you know, it's just like that technology. Things are gonna change and they're gonna evolve. It's how we react to change and how we evolve with it. So I'd okay. like to see a combination of both of those, you know, where you're still, you're bringing that knowledge you have and you're looking at the, the tools you have now and you're, you have a better impact there now. So okay. when you're looking at your forecast, you have years and years of experience to see what's happening and step in when you need to, but hopefully you're, you're finding other ways to spend your time. So diving into that, if we go yeah. back to this idea of you're no longer rewinding the tape, hopefully you're not seeing the end of the movie when you realize that it wasn't already rewound and. I just ruined it for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> what what benefits are managers getting now that they have this found time or this extra bandwidth? Well, they they have more impact over that forecast for one okay. because they're able to look at it with a different lens. They didn't spend as much time with it. They can just see a final result as opposed to doing a full version of it yeah. themselves manually. So they get they get to look at it in a different lens in that respect. But then they also have more time to spend with their employees. If oh. they're a workforce manager, hopefully they can. They can step away and find better uses of their time to, and I shouldn't say their time's not valuable, but the idea that they can go spend time with their employees. Yeah. Whether those employees are on site or remote, because you have the, with Genesis Cloud, you have the collaboration tools built right in. So you can engage with those employees one-to-one -one and get to know them and make sure that they're they're happy. Yeah. We're, we're giving them this tool where they can collaborate across the platform and be engaged, and hopefully they're enjoying their time at work. So it's, it's really funny you bring that up. I started as a support engineer in a contact center, mm -hmm. and I know that fear of needing help, but people are busy. Yeah. It's stressful. And I think when we talk about forecasting in particular, okay. you're looking at numbers, you're looking at the ability to meet demand, but you're not really looking at people. 
So it sounds like to what you're saying, giving that bandwidth means you're really focusing on the people you work with. Right. The tough thing there, and the thing that I feel a little bit is that pull of, I identify as a workforce manager with this ability that I had to schedule and to do these things. Are you seeing that there really is a benefit to this? Do you think the workforce is changing now where we need workforce managers that focus more on people? Absolutely. Yeah, the younger workforce, they want to be more engaged. They want to feel more engaged. They want to feel like they're part of something and they don't want to just be punching a clock. And we know that with our tools, there are ways to do that right within the tool, whether, as I mentioned earlier, whether it's through gamification to keep them engaged and involved and, you know, almost in a competitive way, or whether it's just the collaboration tools where you're sending giffies back and forth with coworkers, <laughs> or that's the way you're engaging with your supervisor about your day. We want them going home and telling a story like, I had a really fun day at work. We had a lot of fun conversations. They don't feel that stress of not knowing how to reach out or who to reach out to. Yeah. And being available is going to be part of that. We'll go back to the self-driving car analogy. When you're in the self-driving car, you put in a destination and that's where you're going to end up, right? Well, with the workforce management tool, you put in a service level and that's where that's where you're going to end up. And if you could step away and look at your phone while you're driving or talk to your kids <laughs> while you're driving as opposed to focusing on the road and only checking your phone at stoplights because yeah. we all do it, yeah, we're giving you that power to reprioritize where your time's spent. You're not in front of the screen the whole time. You're in front of employees. And I, I feel that's... That's a message that I'd like to get out. I love that. The idea of being present means workforce engagement is more than just making sure there's people there and that they're connected, but making them feel like they have the tools or even just the information in front of them, right, when they need it. Sometimes it is just people being around. So question for you. So when we look at the workforce today, there's a lot of people working from home for whatever reasons. It might be offices are just distributed globally. It might just be that's what employees want. How do these tools help employees that are working remotely from, I would say, the core or where that manager is? Right. So, you know, we've talked a lot about how, you know, as a workforce manager, you want to be able to step back from the manual process of forecasting. Well, we also give you the tools to stay alerted to where those agents are, right? We have the status is still there. You still have real-time adherence dashboards to, to monitor activity to ensure that that workforce, whether they're right in front of you in a contact center or whether they're all dispersed across the globe yeah. working from home. And it also allows you to engage with them easily. So location doesn't really matter when you have when they're just one click away. When I can chat with them, when, when they have a question, they can easily reach out to me or to that workforce manager or, or to the expert that needed in that, that context. It really does give you that ability to not only stay on top of what they're doing, whether it's, you know, making sure that we're recording all their calls and, and recording their screens to making sure that they're they're focused on those customer needs. Those are that's all there. And yeah. and that's that's really gonna be part of that whole story. Not only giving the agent the flexibility to work from home, but giving them flexibility around schedules, giving them flexibility around how and when they work. I think that's a big piece. Oh, yeah. We are seeing that need for my day-to-day is not always going to be nine to five. Can I fit things in between that? And is there a schedule that can work around that? If you look at the recent release of the Gartner Manager Quadrant, it really says where we're at now better than anything. Because we're not looking to repeat what we've what other vendors done, what we've done in the past with, with workforce management and how we're building forecasts and schedules. We really want to build something new. And I think that's that's the power of Genesis Cloud is being always on the latest version, always on a new product because we're releasing features weekly. Yeah. And I think that that to some that seems like too much. That's a lot going on, but it really isn't. If you're taking these, you're consuming 
very little pieces of it every week. And it's, again, I, I like to use analogies, but going back to the video analogy, we all subscribe to online services now because yeah. we're not waiting as long to get, you know, when, when we did cable packages in the past, you had to wait every month for a new show to come out and you just waited. Well, now it's every week there's something new, almost every day with some of these where you're getting new content. And whether you consume all that content or not, it's entirely up to you, but we're going to give you that power where you have these new features coming weekly. You don't have to use them all. They may yeah. not, they don't always have an impact, but they're there. And I, and I think as, especially around the workforce management and the workforce optimization with, with our WM products as we grow that piece and give more power back to the agent, it's going to be, it's going to be that much more clear when those products are there, but you'll see that growth in our product, that visionary growth in our product. That's super important. I've read a bit about some of these online learning sites. Mm -hmm. And it's not that someone who's subscribing is really interested in having thousands of courses, or they might not even be interested in just one particular course. They're interested in what their goal is as a person. So if I wanted to be, uh, let's say, a producer, right, and mm -hmm. work on movies, I don't want to take Adobe Premiere Pro 101. I want to take the courses that make me a producer. So I don't care if you have a million courses. I need the ones that are curated to what I want to do. Kind of sounds like what you brought up earlier is you spend time working with businesses to understand where they want to go. Yeah. Now you can use these tools to give you that ability to really wrap around what they're looking to go for. Yeah. Well, the concepts are the same. You know, yeah. our concepts of workforce management are the same across the board, but every contact center is different. Like you're saying, everyone's different. They consume things differently. We're giving them a product they can all consume differently and use differently, uh, but it meets that need, those basic needs of making sure that their customer is heard. Not, yeah. a, not our customers. We want to make sure our customers are heard too, but <laughs> we want to make sure our customers' customers are heard yeah. and, and they, they can engage and, and get to the right person at the right time. And a person has the right information, the right training and the right tools to get to the answer quickly. And that, that's key. Drawing on, I, I always like to look back at my experience as a support engineer. I remember the fear of certain calls. And when you have someone listening in in real time, mm -hmm. a supervisor, whisper, right? Where you jump in on that phone call and you say, hey, say this. But it's tough because I'm now listening to two people at the same time on the mm -hmm. same earpiece. And we look at collaboration tools being another alternative there where I can text you or yeah. chat with you. Do you see the next stage of this when we look at gamification as being that, really that next driver of finding ways to motivate people or help people cue into the, where you want to go in terms of your goals? Is that something that's up and coming as well? Right. So when you talk about change and how we evolve this product and being visionary, those, yeah. are, those are key aspects. So we don't just want to continue to repeat what we've done in the past. Like you were saying, when you were, were you a support engineer? Can yes. I oh, you were? Uh, yeah. Only said it uh, seven times, I think, so far. When you talk about being, you know, whispered in your ear, we, we, want, to, we want to give you tools that are more comfortable to, you know, the newer workforce where they want to engage with you, but they don't, they probably don't want that second voice in their ear. So we're going to give you tools like chat, but those are important or gamification to, to kind of motivate that agent without being in their ear. You know, we want them to make sure they're, they're better uh, and they're doing the things that we're training on without monitoring so closely. You know, we want to give them the tools and the tools that we have coming around, you know, speech recognition where we can start transcribing calls. And Ooh. yeah, those, okay. those are going to be helpful for us when we're monitoring that. So we're trying to make the past concepts easier through the cloud product. You actually brought up a good point about speech recognition. So one of the ways that I found myself getting better learning our product to support our customers was following good examples. And that's tough to find at times. Even later in my career when I was more on the solution consulting side and doing a lot of demos, I wanted to watch other people's demos 
are speech recognition tools giving way to just finding great examples and sharing them? Is that think, what you see? Yeah, I think that's well, I think that's gonna happen is we're yeah. gonna be able to find those key calls and those key examples in a, in an easier way. I, th- I think that's one one great way we can use the tool. Instead of listening to everything to find that example, we can do this, we can do searches and and narrow that down. And there's definite advantages to that, right? Again, yeah. we're freeing you from the things that you did in the past. There's so many examples of things where, you know, whether it's using Excel to complete a forecast or even going back in and keying exception codes, those are things that we're still doing, I think. And I think it's that fear of letting go of that to see what what else we can accomplish with that time. And I hope that that point it gets across with our product. You know, I really want to see the evolution of it where we're, we're using our time more valuable. We're not doing past concepts not saying they don't meet a need. They definitely yeah. do. But I think if we focus on some of the features and some of the aspects of workforce management that are more around the agent and more around the customer getting resolution to certain situations handled quicker, those are key. So so you've hit on this a few times, and I really like this notion of holding on is holding you back. It is. Just because what, these manual tasks that you identified with, because, well, let's take it, it was a lot of your day. It doesn't actually mean that it was good work. And there's plenty of other things to get involved in that are a much better return on the people you're interacting with and the customer you're ultimately serving, it sounds like. Right. It's the return on investment, even internally, right? You yeah. Know, we talk about ROIs when we're doing the old manual processes that we had to do. Not to say, again, that they're not valuable. We understand the business needs behind them, but is there a better way to do business? Is there a better way to spend your time? And I feel like with Genesis Cloud and that visionary quadrant that we're yeah. working uh, WEM, we're we're getting to that. We're getting a better product. We're getting something that is allowing us flexibility to not just check our phone at stoplights. <laughs> yeah, you know, I also think about the fear of of grabbing onto the steering wheel and knowing that something else is driving for me. But then I remember what I am like as a driver, and I'm probably not the person you want on the road. So maybe having that bandwidth to be present in other ways instead of just ramming cars and speeding past stoplights would be kind of nice. Yeah, I think that's the best example, <laughs> right? And and how many times you if you've been in your car with kids, you want to focus on what the kids are doing in the back seat, but you can't because you're focused on the road. Yeah. Think of all the free time you're going to have in a self-driving car. I love you that. Turn around and, you know, talk about your kids' day and have a conversation with them and not be as focused on your destination. Yeah. So ending there. I think if if we're listening today and we want to know where to go next, We've now got this goal of the autonomous lifestyle that allows us to be present. What can I do to learn more or to get started and go down this path? There's some great resources on our website, and I think those are linked within the podcast here. So we'll definitely look at those. But then also we could look at nogenesis.com. That's a valuable resource. I know that's more for our current customers where they can log into that. But there are definitely resources online. And that's something we're really interested in growing. It's not just other people talking to other users and hoping they figure it out. Uh, It's an investment that we're really, we find important here. Right. No.genesis.com is a great place to start there. And it also links you to the community where if you have questions, you're, you're right. You're getting those answers, not only from other users of the product sometimes, but you're also getting them straight from our product management team. So I always end the podcast with one question I like to ask our members here. What part of your personal tech stack could you not live without? And that could be anything. That could be devices, applications. What do you think? You know, I've got to go with the ability to download movies onto my my phone. And I know that sounds very generic and very blunt, but I'm 
someone that cannot sit and watch TV. And I fall so far behind on everything that everyone's watching. And it's like I said, getting to know your coworkers. We talked a lot about that in this podcast, but <laughs> how do you talk with your friends and your family about you reference shows? Reference shows. And when I grew up, we all watched the same things. There were, you know, everyone watched the same four channels. So yeah. I can't stay caught up. And if I couldn't, the fact that I can download shows to my device and yeah. watch them on a plane or that's big you've got four right. hours yeah nothing to do waiting yeah. room you know those are so much easier for me because i cannot sit home and watch tv my TV's <laughs> never. i wouldn't i would be socially so far behind if i didn't have that that available to me. okay i know uh my wife and i probably aren't downloading as much because we just binge watch them but now i know that i can probably use something else on that flight other than just reading boring books now we've got exciting movies Awesome. Well, Michael, I don't own a VHS player anymore, but you make me really excited about autonomous cars. I am glad that we had the time to talk with you today. And thank you so much for joining us in this podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having me. 